What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. It is whoa, one year, one year episode number 52. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Cayazzo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, I'm doing fantastic. It is be good to be with you for 52 episodes 52 of this. 52 episodes, dude. That's crazy. Wow. Right? Wow. Indeed. So that's what we... uh have no fears we got podcasts for you <laughs> sorry for the clip show you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. which i actually we were talking about this i think i might do a clip show uh, yeah, i might I, put some stuff together for us could with, be uh, could be a lot of fun yeah some of the stuff we've we've tackled in this last year but this episode specifically we're gonna get into some of the stats who we've had on what we've done what their favorite movies are what we've been talking about and not to not to hijack yeah. the, the intro here but Joe, I got to say, we tell the story often all throughout these 52 episodes about how the podcast started yep. for Red River Horror. The, so it started in quarantine during the corona, you know, yep. what is it, July of last year. And guess what? I am sick for the first time since we started. Congratulations, Thank dude. Thank you. You really earned it. I know. It's not <laughs> corona, but... No rona. No, no rona, but it's definitely... Uh, Definitely a nasal clog. I had two corona tests now, so it's not the rona, but but I just wanted to get that out. I am actually sick for the first time in a year. Nice. Woohoo. You know what else is sick? The what? deal you can get at KeystoneRetro.com by typing in code Red River for 10% off your that order. That's pretty sick. At <laughs> Keystone Retro. That's another thing com. that happened throughout the year. We got a sponsor, Keystone Retro. And yeah, you- from a good buddy who also started his own project in the in the heart of quarantine who's been on the show a couple times that's steve good old steve feast remember to check out give support to a little local shop if you like buying some vintage stuff especially wrestling yes especially the wrestling he's got a lot of cool wrestling stuff and i might have some stuff for his two dollar dvd bin i think that's going to be a hard treasure trove by the time we're done with him yeah probably <laughs> we'll, build, we're gonna, we'll build that boy up absolutely <laughs> so keystoneretro.com code red river thank you steve feast happy one year to you yay one year so it's it's kind of wild to think about just in the sense that it's like oh it felt like we've been doing it for maybe longer maybe less can't tell you um but it's been a real pleasure and we've you know spent Maybe every other episode talking about what the future holds. So we're not going to talk about the future because we've talked about it a lot. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to this show, sorry, you'll just have to find out as it goes. But like, let's let's just, you know, let's talk about where where it begin. We'll just highlight it amongst ourselves. This is this is a year in review with uh, Joe and Eddie for Red River Horror Podcast. I mean. You know, I I've been out of it for for a while and getting back to it just feels it feels great to be doing this again as part of like my weekly routine. Um, it's a nice little escape. And kudos to you, Joe. I mean, there have been weeks when it has been extremely tough to put something together in my head and say, okay, I can do the podcast. We've been away at different times. Mm-hmm. You got married. My wife had a baby. You are, have been on the house hunt. Same, like life has been crazy. And kudos to you. You actually have put one together even in my absence yeah. throughout these 52 episodes. So thank you for that. Well, thanks, man. I mean, yes, this is for the love of the talk. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about the the one of the goals that was when it started was to be a little more diverse, you know, mixing up with interviews, you know, even just us having different people on. Um and talking more than just mo- doing more than just movies, and we've done that. 
And we're going to continue to do that. So, you know, when I think about those things, I'm like, you know, things, things we're, we're moving in a pretty nice direction. We, we are. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think it segues nicely into just how diverse these last 52 episodes have been. I think we have our top five now. The, 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 the jury's in, as they say. Yeah. About what the top five performing episodes were. Yeah. I mean, we, we came out hot and a lot of that is... A huge thanks to More Than the Curve, which is a local blog news site for Conshohock and PA, which is morethanthecurve.com. It's got some, you know, articles about what's going on, some interesting stuff. Uh, some things that I'm very excited about because I just bought a house in Conshohocken. So, hey, congrats. Hey. I do like it over there. Woo-hoo. So, it's like, uh, reminds me of what home used to be like i guess i don't know if that makes sense there's a sense of home like it feels like home yeah, it feels right it feels right you know walkable yes you know it's got a good community feel to it stuff happens it's young and hip man not, not a bad spot to be there's going to be some new retail coming there and you can find out what's going on with that new retail coming to conscious and if you go on to more than the curve right com hey maybe that trader joe's will finally pop up who knows Ooh. But either way, so our very first, our, <laughs> our top downloaded episode was a haunting, haunting in Concha Hocken, which wow. featured me and my old roommate, Evan, telling me a story about this old house that was turned into apartments and some weird phenomena that was going on there. And so, um, I mean, that was a fun conversation. Just just re- remember the first time he, he told me the story. I'm just like, we got to record this. <laughs> And and it is and the thing is Ian is uh, Ian I'm sorry wow that's a that's a throwback yeah. uh, Evan is a scientist you know he's he's like he can prove the illogical and this was a, illogical to him yeah and d- he he didn't have answers for this one nope so it was kind of cool but because of morethanthecurve.com that's a great local resource for people in Conshohocken they shared that they I guess they must have picked up on the title. They shared that uh, went bonkers so much so that our number two most downloaded episode was a place adjacent to Conshohocken. Which is Manor Road. Yes. Well, Unbelievable. Yeah. Which the bottom of it is technically Conshohocken. The top might be Lafayette Hill. Lafayette Wait, Hill. That's what we were talking about. It's like, who knows where it begins and it ends, you know. Um, <laughs> that creepy road. And that was the two of us talking about getting creeped out, the fun things that we would do going going down there. And it and you know, that being the second most, you know, number two, but also had a lot of reach out from that one. A lot of fun conversations with people that would start, you know, telling their stories of like, you know, roads with the same kind of story. Yeah. And which was very cool to get that kind of conversation going in the Red River Horror community. And what's cool about Manor Road specifically, after we did that episode, I actually did a drive and it was during the day. Mm-hmm. I did a drive from the Schuylkill River, which would be Conshohocken to... Uh, yeah, to Lafayette Hill. I did the whole road. You did. So we have to go back now, and we've said it a while for a while. Haven't gotten around to it, but we got to go back now and do the nighttime drive. We do. And then there's we got to do that road out by uh, New Hope. Yes. Talk to somebody about that. Yeah, a lot of plans. Oh yeah, we're gonna dwell on the plans. But you know, I I just love the plans. So episodes one and two, haunting a concha yeah. Hawken Manor Road. Joe, what was number three most downloaded? <laughs> it was our very first episode. We've learned something. Oh. Well, actually, I can I understand why that was so downloaded. Why is that? Because not only did you, you see you had the marketing thing going from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So you put the Twitter poll out there. Yeah. We put the Facebook poll out there. We did literal 
I guess, grassroots effort reaching out to people as to what it's just like. Because how many people have said to you, especially since you're, again, old story, Joe comes from a very successful podcast in the past. Um, This was his first foray back into podcasting was kicking off the Red River Horror Podcast. There were a lot, there was a lot of outreach that both you and I did on yeah. behalf. It's just like, what do you want? What do you want us to talk about? What do you want us to? So we we actually pulled in a bunch of different places. So I think the reason that was so downloaded is everybody wanted to find out what what we were talking about. Yeah, I think you're right. And that was cool. I mean, that was a lot of fun. Do, you know, doing the doing the poll. I did like the little welcome episode thing. What was that? Like three or five minute. Yeah. Like, hey, let's talk about this. Follow up on the poll. Um. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it ended yeah. up being Sleepaway Camp. It was Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> it was between Jaws, Friday the 13th, and Sleepaway Camp because it was born in the summer, Joe. Yeah, it worked out perfect. I mean, I mean, I love Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, a lot of fun to get started. I mean, we recorded, uh, we re- then we recorded it in the Poconos, too. That one, I can't remember. Or no, that's Phantasm. Fantastic. Our second episode we recorded in the Poconos. We did, yes. Yeah, with the, where Pumpkin made her first first appearance. <laughs> she might appear in episode 52, who she, knows? She could be here now, who knows? There might be someone else who might have to talk some shit. Yes. We'll find out. But the next two, the last two, so to round out the top five, obviously, Joe, like you said, so it's crazy that these weren't above the lifestyle, like the, the lifestyle stories that we told. This yeah. was not, so episodes... Four and five most downloaded, Joe. Yeah, you know what? And this one, this one was like such a shock because we just started, but it all it all comes down to like uh, the website having its own traction, and that's all. That's what everything you've done, and that's when we got onto the uh, Bill and Ted Three press junket, and that's the uh, a date with death interview with William Sadler. Yes. Yeah. So that one you did you did that one on your own because I wasn't able to make it to the scheduling, but. It came back really cool, and it was really cool to be like part of an like an official press junket. Yes, like that quick. Like we watched Joe and I watched Bill and Ted before everybody else did. Yeah. For, so for the first time, Red River Horror's name was slapped across a screener. It was like oh, wow, a nice glitter cool. mark, like a nice little presser. So yeah. it's like oh, nice. It was it was a big win. Yeah, I think. And 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 William was a great interview. He was very gracious with yeah. his time and uh, very informative. Yeah, I mean. He didn't get to do all like, you know, your Fallons and your Kimmels and your Colberts and your <laughs> Seths and who else is out there? Whatever. Yeah. Like Keanu and uh, Alex, whatever. Yeah. What they got to do. But hey, came to us. He spent some time with Red River Horror. He did. He and a, he was death. He was a true gen about it. Yep. What a guy. So top five most downloaded. What's the yeah. last one? Our last one was an interview with the, our very, I guess this was our very first interview too. Oh, yeah. And I was with Andrew Meekum and Matthew Whedon. Yes. Who we'll definitely be talking to again at some point. Oh, for sure. They, like, they Those guys are awesome. The reason I reached out to them, I actually interviewed them for a special. You can go on Red River Horror's YouTube yeah. and Facebook, and you can see an interview I did with them literally in the first two weeks of quarantine. We didn't have the podcast then. So the film that they released, like it was, it was okay. It, was, it had enough good visual stuff overall. It's on Hulu currently. It's called Behind You. It became a weird, important film to me. I think I even say that in the interview with them because it's like, wow, I remember entering quarantine with this interview with Andrew Meekham and Matthew Whedon. And uh, so I reached back out to them and they were they were kind enough to come on and tell us 
about their new movie and show us the trailer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they sent that to us and it looked it looked great. Did that come out? Uh I know they had they were dealing the with nameless days. Yeah, they were dealing with some uh delays due to sure. due to the cove. But I mean, dude, what a what a good but like what a pair. Yeah, it was a lot of fun talking to them. And what's cool about that episode, if you go back then, I was still very much trying to understand the indie filmmaker, uh, like the the style. So we can you can actually get a lot of. I might pull some of that for a future episode. You can actually get some techniques, some filmmaking techniques. Yeah, you can. Like you get some really good classic ones. Uh, yeah, it came out in the spring, so we um, we missed sorry, it, fellas. We'll, we will watch it. Uh, that was you know April, so wow, things were a bit chaotic. Oh, April. Yeah. In April, so, you know. A little nuts. Just a little crazy. So that that is our top five episodes, top five most downloaded episodes. And I might add, I want to thank everyone. We are nearing that 3,000 download mark. I mean, unique download. So yeah. uh, obviously you, you have there, – there's a, a t- thousands and thousands of people that have listened again. Like I can imagine – my parents probably listen to the show once or twice or whatever. But Uniques, mm-hmm. we are looking at nearly 3,000 unique listeners. Yeah, so thanks to everybody who's who's given us a click. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a question for you. Yes, sir. And now, you no, no, you know, don't, don't, not going to be offensive to anybody. Just off the cuff, what's your, what was your favorite interview that we did? Or that you did? Ah. Uh, I think my favorite interview interview was with the director of Paradise Cove, Martin Gigi. Yeah. He was just so much fun. And 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 you know why, too? I did record a whole hour with him. Yeah. And he was and he he was not looking at his watch. He wasn't No, he was very engaged. We had him on, you know, we were FaceTime like where we were doing we were, you know, like video video type thing. Yeah, we were video on video so we could see each other. But the reason I say that is I recorded a whole hour with him. And it is gone into the ether. So Aww. I reached back out. I had to do the shame. Just like, hey, uh, can you come back on? This time Joe will be with me. He's like, that's right. He's like, you know what? He's like, it'll just be better. Let's do it. That's right. I yeah. for- see like there's little things I forgot. I for- Dude, yeah, we didn't even talk. Did we even mention that after when we recorded again? I think I did. I think he did. Yeah. I think I did. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. And he was just so chill about it. Yes. And was just so much fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, "Oh, let's hang out." So we got to reach up to him for when he comes back when he's in a uh, when he's in the, our area. Yeah, as you'll find throughout the Red River Heart, Joe. I I just want to I'm going to ask you the same question in a sec. Mm-hmm. But before that, one thing that was important to you that I kind of lost over the years when we had more time back in the day and the internet was still newer, mm-hmm. and you couldn't download a song in more than two hours. One yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Back then, the soundtracks to movies were so important. Yeah, they were. They were like uh, you just you you always were curious, especially if you saw the movie, you liked it, and there was a great song in it. Oh yeah. So one thing that has happened over these fifty-two episodes, especially with the interviews, all these all these people we've spoken to are musical. Like they're like like yeah. Uh, William Sadler plays the guitar, and he and I were talking about like like how he started. Mm-hmm. Like he was back in high school, he wanted to, 
he got into it because, you know, he liked impressing girls and stuff like yeah. that. Um, Martin Gigi plays in a band. Martin Gigi's in a band. Courtney Gaines. Courtney is Gaines. In a band. So um, so I think so inadvertently, you accomplished so much this past year with Red River Horror bringing that music, musical element to the podcast, even though we didn't go hard. No, we gotta ask. We we gotta. <laughs> but uh but it was it was really cool to see how many people in the horror space are uh, play music, enjoy music. It was it was fun. Yeah. fun. I mean, even the two of us, I mean we do it. Yes. Too. I mean, it's just a wonderful, wonderful side thing to do. Whether I mean, hey, if you get paid to do it, you know, all, yeah. all the power to you. Uh, I mean, and the one one interview we had that we never um, talked about her side project was uh, Olivia Lucardi. Yes, and you're right. That, like her photography and we did, you know, but and she was gracious with her time as well. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> just we were just having such a fun conversation with her. We weren't. We didn't get. We didn't really get to it. But like she was, she was super cool. Yeah. You know, I feel very lucky to have had had someone like that who's been in you know some pretty big pro- projects and the share share some of those details. So that was dope. Certain. So I guess unless you're pivoting, I want to ask you, what was your favorite uh, interview that we've done? See. Just because, I mean, it, it would be with uh, Martin Gigi, but for the sake of just overall aftermath, mm-hmm. where I was, I was sitting there and I'm listening to uh, this guy, this guy talk, and I'm like, y- you know, just skeptical of everything that was coming out of his mouth. Sure. And he's like, you know, you will see in May or June. The government's going to release information about UFOs. Oh, right. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, we got done. We're like, what? Well, yeah, okay. And buddy. then, hey, I mean, and he he was dead serious. The guy's, uh, that's Stephen Bassett. He's done, you know, he's done a lot over in a long time being an activist for it. And hey, you know, bang, we knew about it before. And then uh, I was also... The uh, documentary filmmaker was uh, Darcy Darcy Weir. Darcy Weir, yeah, really nice guy. Uh, makes some really really interesting docs. So I checked out a couple of his on Prime. Did you see the one with that guy from 2020 in Latin America? Because I was interested in that, and I just never got back around to watching it. I don't think I got to that. Okay, one. but yeah, I mean, definitely, I plan on checking out more of his stuff. It's just a matter of you know having time to do it. If yeah, you this, want this is my free time. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you want some Nostradamus level knowledge dropped on you. Uh so Stephen Bassett was the activist that we spoke with. Yeah. He was featured in that film that Darcy Weir made. I think was that episode 29? That is episode 29. Tw- 29. And we're saying activist because when we said expert it was quickly. <laughs> yeah. You know. So that's we were quickly told activists so, so we learned the difference right so that's why i mean immediately that set the tone i'm like oh, okay buddy and Damn. then and then all of a sudden i think you shared it with me first so he tells us that the government will acknowledge uh extraterrestrial life mm-hmm. um what do you, what are they called now unidentified era phenomena yeah uap yeah uaps are the new ufos that's so because ufo is like technically he doesn't like the association with the word, so they're trying to re-identify it. Anyway, he says there's going to be congressional hearings about it, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, Joe sends me... Now, Now it's first to just get this timeline right. A couple years ago, New York Times published 
photos from gun cameras, mm-hmm. which you can see those photos online. The article you sent me was from CNN that showed actual pictures of of UFOs. So then all of a sudden, it's 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 uh, the New York Times, CNN, uh, NBC, and then <laughs> they're saying it happened. Th- then all of a sudden, people are are like, "Oh, do you know Tucker Carlson did a segment on UFOs?" I'm like, "All right, so now everybody's doing UFO mm-hmm. stuff." So we looked at so anyway what how I'm I mean to finish this off it's crazy that we talked to Stephen Bassett so far back mm-hmm. because then Marco Rubio's out there saying well I think you know we have we have uh we should we, we should definitely at least if there's something to find let's find it it's like whoa <laughs> here we are <laughs> it's like okay well, you know it's it's and here we are. Here we are. So listen to episode 29 for some uh, next level UFO stuff that may have sounded crazy at the time, but now is all coming coming to light. Yeah, some serious drops and yep. some real knowledge about UFO activism. So super cool. I mean, wow. <laughs> so I guess, I guess I could say that just for the sake of having something different. Though Courtney Gaines was super cool too, but maybe that was just too recent. <laughs> it, well, he was a cool guy. So, uh, yeah, just to backtrack a bit, your favorite interview. I give it to Darcy and Steven. Okay. Just because some serious knowledge was dropped. Yeah, because of the after the aftermath. But, like, Olivia was great. I mean, everybody yeah. we've had, you know, time to talk to. I mean, Jeffrey Reddick. I know. You know, that is one that I want back so bad because he was telling us his story. He just has this <laughs> incredible story yes. of how he made it. And our we were just having connectivity issues or something. A lot of a lot of the dialogue from the interview didn't make it to the final cut, and just just left me just like, wow, dude. <laughs> it's no, no. It was it was a shame because yeah, I think it ha- it was definitely on his side because as part of that, it was actress Courtney Bell. They yeah. had that movie Don't Look Back, and she was gracious with her time. She was uh, very nice. Uh, but yeah, I asked Jeffrey. Now you can hear, you can go to any other horror podcast, and I'm sure they've asked Jeffrey the same thing. But I just wanted, I wanted our listeners at Red River Horror to hear Jeffrey's great story on how he got to Hollywood, yeah, New Line Cinema. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it was just so cool. It was so cool, like just him, him giving us the whole explanation. Yeah, it was just mind blowing because it just doesn't seem like you know, just anything can happen. So. So, so to no, believe in something. Not a direct answer. So you loved them all. <laughs> well, no, I gave it. Yeah. I gave it. To, yeah, no, I'm. I'm giving it to Stephen and Darcy. We're we're in, we're in Bassett. All right. Just for just for that, because hey, we were there. We were there. We were there. Um, <laughs> making headlines, baby. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, outside of like interviews, some of my like you know, I love talking about the movies that we watched, like getting hyped for uh, Spiral. You know, when we did like the saw, the saw lead ups, we had Dave come yeah. down, and um, but the the thing that I really enjoy, you know, going back to like haunting in Conshohocken, and you want to had Steve come on and start talking about stuff in Shamok, and um, I love hearing, I love hearing people's stories. Yes, you know, if you got a story to tell, you got to let me know because I want to hear it. 
So I, I think there's going to be a surprise pretty soon. Yeah. I, I've noticed it because every every time we get to the end of an episode, you know that you're ready to wrap. Yeah. Because you're like, hey guys, you know, I'm still looking for stories. Please give reach me out. a story. Let me like like I want to talk to you. So yeah. one of our good buddies works for Amtrak yeah. and does quite a bit of traveling, and he kind of started something on Twitter's. <laughs> yeah. If you follow on Twitter, uh, so yeah, his his name's Dave. He's he'll be on the show because what he's doing is he's looking for hotels with, that have or do not have a floor thirteen. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So, I'm curious to see if he if he can find anything else about it. Like I I have an idea as to why that's not a thing. So I'll uh, let him let him let him find some stuff and see what see what happens. I I know this world isn't as superstitious as it used to be, but that always fascinated me, the 13th floor type yeah. stories. Like, not the movie or anything like that, but just uh, even back before you would read a bunch of things on the internet, the creepy pastas. Mm-hmm. You used to have those little thrift books, and you'd always, someone would undoubtedly have a story about a 13th floor somewhere. Yeah. So, fascinates me. Great job, Dave. I can't wait to have him on to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have him, have him spit some. 13 floor knowledge of his travels. Hells yeah. Maybe some other things. Who knows? Um, That, and then even like, uh, when did we do it? It was maybe around Christmas when we, uh, was it the the Watcher? Oh. Finding those stories. Like, I love the stories. I mean, I do, I do like talking about the movies too, but man, just like the stories are just so, just so much fun. What was cool about that is I actually went back and listened to that. Like mm-hmm. I usually I will tune in to make sure that it's posted and it sounds good on the different platforms, but I obviously editing it and then as we went along started mastering it and things like that. Mm-hmm. I know what it sound I know what the content is. Yeah. So I don't want to mess with our metrics, but I will give a listen on each of the platforms just to make sure it got there, how it sounds. And I went back and that was one that I actually had to leave on. And then drive Manor Road while I was listening to it because it genuinely creeped me out. I had no idea. It's a common story. No idea about the Watcher House in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was just mind blowing. It's so, so weird and just so creepy. That stuff, I mean, that stuff gets to me. And that's, you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, when we talk about movies, I mean, I'm looking over at your screen real quick. And then. one of the things with with especially the horror genre is that I can, you know, it's there's the in between the love hate and it's just like there's somewhere just like I just go like my only reaction if I hear the title of the movie is just ugh. And so for example, one of those is Wrong Turn. The original uh, where I'm just kind of like ugh. <laughs> And so the new Wrong Turn Absolutely blew me away with just such a great idea, great concept. I'm even. I hope seeing, they. I hope they backtrack it. I hope the sequel's going further back of the history. It's it is so exciting with what they did and that what uh, Joe's referring to. That was I think our first dueling movie reviews, yep. and we both both thought it was pretty damn good. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> I think the only one I'm like trying to think of like is there one is there one that we've done that where we didn't we weren't on the same page might have been um might have been Spiral. I definitely I think I like Spiral more than you did. Yes. I I appreciated Spiral though. Yeah. It was so good to be 
to go back to the movie theater yeah. on a quote-unquote school night. <laughs> yeah. It, it was kind of nice. You know? Yeah, I mean... Uh, but yes, I, I agree. I think you liked the film more than I did. Yeah. And that, you know what's cool about that? It's like, you know, it gets you in the zone for... Uh, you know, get you a little more hype for new stuff coming. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Here, here, little, little, little movie talk for you. How, or what are you expecting from a uh, M Night Shyamalan's old? I expect that it will be good based on how good Split was mm-hmm. leading up to. So M Night Shyamalan has. Uh, I think we talked about with this with Nick from Movie Babble who was on with us. Yeah. Whereas he appreciates. The work that uh, M. Night Shyamalan did after Sixth Sense and Signs and all the big ones. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I thought you liked the, we liked the village. Oh, I liked I the village we were a lot. The one with, the, with the villages and no, so you didn't the, like Signs? No, no. The Sixth Sense, Signs, The Village. Loved. Yeah. Loved those three movies. Lady in the Water was not good. Yeah. The Happening was terrible. It was so, I mean, Nick was saying it was so bad it's good. That's that's where he was at. Okay. With it. <laughs> so so just to get back to, to, to so that what happened was in that time, then M Night produced the film Devil, yeah, which I liked. Then he released the film The Visit, which I liked, and then he put Split out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Split is one of my top ten favorite films of all time. Split's really good. <laughs> I freaking love that movie. Yeah. So. Well, oh, and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting in the early days, Unbreakable. Jesus, yeah. what a great film. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Sixth Sense, then Unbreakable, then Signs, then The Village. Yes, I love those four. But what I'm saying is I expect Old to be good because Glass, I thought, was not that good. So I think he is due to make a really good. In the flow, the flow of Shyamalan. Yes. I have high hopes for it. And you will get to see, uh, we announced this a few episodes back. Stacy Lane Wilson is doing again. It's not exclusive, but all the big box horror films. Stacy Lane Wilson will be reviewing for Red River Horror, so you'll get to see her take on it. Giddy up, yeah. A, I mean, I got I I got a feeling because the trailers and like it's based. I know it's based on a book, but I'm you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do much research into it. I'm just gonna watch watch it blindly. Um, it just the trailer looks really good. The concept seems really creepy. And the hardest part with the Shyamalan movies is like how how does he twist? Because you know he loves a twist. Yeah, I mean it's it's his trademark. So it's like, what's the twist gonna be? So I'll just read this from Google real fast. Uh, old considered a thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. I do have high hopes for this, but like you, I'm gonna I'm gonna read Stacy's review, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited, very yeah. excited. Yeah. So I mean, we talk about stuff that's come out for 2021. Wrong turn, obviously. I mean, that's my that's my between that and Spiral's kind of my tops. So I think Spiral might be taking it. We know the Forever Purge is not, and I'm sorry. And be like, oh well, you never watched it. I'm not going to, because I didn't hear anything good about it. I've, I've not. If, if you've heard something good about it, someone let me know, because I didn't hear squat. No, I heard the Forever Purge was pretty. I, I mean, I, I was already 
not a fan of The Purge. I was excited because it was a new Purge film. I get that other people like The Purge uh, for what it is. But I think you and I were even in agreement. The second one is good because you're actually in the stuff. The rest of the films are pretty condescending and stupid. Yeah. See, like, I'm just, like, looking at all these... All these things here, like oh my god, what else? Like what else came out this year? Uh, well, I'm saving some of these. We should probably talk Fear Street at some point, but today is not the day. Um, have you watched any of those yet? I watched the first one. Okay, it was good. All right, good. Well, I went the other way. I watched the first of uh, American Horror Stories. I watched the first one of that too. Just the first one. Yeah, parts one and two. Yes, but that's all that was out now. I think the next one's about to drop, or it might have already dropped. And because I'm sick, you know what? I actually went back and watched. What's that? Uh, Scream, the series. Oh, how how was that? <laughs> Very much MTV-ish. I mean, it, it's, yeah. hey, you know. Uh, but some of the kills were really cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then we also, we were both kind of let down by the uh, the Conjuring. Oh, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do yeah, it. Yeah, two was, out of five boats. It was not what I was hoping for and not what, you know. No. What are you going to do? I mean, we tried. The Conjuring movies proper, one and two, have been solid. That was not. Yeah, I think it was just... The trailer was a little trailer and like descriptions before it was released were a little misleading, but maybe that was maybe we read about it wrong. I don't know, but hey, that's that's just the way it goes. Just didn't work. It just didn't work. Um, I can tell you, you know, one thing that we should do at some point because I just saw the poster for it today is the next Jordan Peele. Oh yes, yes. Nope. Yes. So that. I'm like, all right, buddy. Let's see. Let's see what happens. And you and I in agreement. Well, yes, Get Out was great. Obviously, an Oscar winner. I liked Us better. I thought Us was just so much us was freakier. Good. Yeah. Like Us just gave me. I mean, Us made me like feel genuinely like. I mean, not afraid. Not afraid. I mean, creeped. The concept itself is is pretty. It's incredibly creepy. Yeah, very very creepy. Whereas, like you know, Get Out was is fun. Yeah, Get Out was good. Yeah, I mean, eh, I mean, it had its creepy vibes. I mean, that's what I mean. It was a good movie. Sure, it was a good movie. It just us I, did it for I me though. Us was better. I was like, wow, Jordan, I like it, man. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You are. This is your second horror film, and I'm in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So yes, uh, nope. I am looking forward. Keep to Keep them that. coming. Yeah. Damn. What uh, what else did we do this year? That's just been. Well, I wanted to get in, so we do have our tallies from the actors, directors, yes, uh, producers, all the people that have been on this show in the last fifty-two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to name a few of them, we have William Sadler, Jeffrey Reddick, Rick Finkelstein, Vernon Wells, Clace Bang, Dracula from Netflix's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Farrens, writer of Halloween 6, which you definitely got to check that episode out because he talks about what didn't make the film, like yeah. a scene that would, like, talk about bonus features, listen to the Red River Horror Podcast with Daniel Farrens and you will get a whole scene dude, that's not included in the film. Like, that was, that was the other one where I'm just like, I'm not even going to mention it because I'm going to change my mind when we start talking about, uh, other, other, uh, like favorite interviews. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> Farron's was, I mean, they were there. Some of them were just so much fun. Yep. So, uh, obviously, Courtney Gaines, the last one, Olivia Lucardi, Matthew Whedon, Andrew Meekum. Uh, gosh, who else? That's, there were so many. So, 
we I put together all of we asked them what their favorite films horror films are and their favorite horror films that they acted in. Now, it got a little weird. Some some did give the favorite horror films that they acted in, but they all answered their favorite horror film. Do you want to know what it was? The number one? Number one. Do you want me to say it? Oh, yeah, you know. I, I did this in front of you. What do you, you want to say? It. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's The Exorcist. The Exorcist, yes. <laughs> now, that was followed closely by The Shining. Yeah. And we did count Stacey Lane Wilson's um, top reviewer for Red River Horror, womeninhorror.com. She, uh, she's from Hollywood. She's in the biz. So uh, I asked her what her favorite was. It was The Shining. That came in second to mm-hmm. uh, to um, The Exorcist. So The yep. Exorcist was was top dog. And the final conclusion from all of them is that Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie. Yes. Which fine. But 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 that's only but you said in the very beginning of this podcast when we started this that this fight will go on forever. Yeah, well, I'm never so, going to stop. I'm right. too stubborn. Right. So so well, this year, I don't think any of our guests said that it was a horror film. Yeah, no, they're like, oh, you know, it's just, it still has it, it still is, it's just so high budget that, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah, so. What are you going to do? But Exorcist, numero uno, among the actors, producers, directors, all the folks that were on with us this year, uh, The Exorcist, including our last guest, Courtney Gaines, he said The Exorcist too. He did, he I is. mean. We love. Who doesn't love that? I mean, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, scared the crap out of people. Yeah, <laughs> love the X. I love the movie in general. I mean, it's, yeah, I love everything about it. It's great. So that that was one thing I wanted to get to. We did our top five downloaded episodes. We did, I think, a, li- a rundown of the list and the inter. We did our favorite interviews. Yeah, some newsmakers. Yeah, by way of UFOs, I expect that episode to get downloaded more as we keep going. Check it out. Try it out. Yeah, and now the uh, the favorite films from the people that have been on the program. Um, just others of note throughout those interviews. Obviously, mm-hmm. the film Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street but nowhere close to The Shining or The Exorcist. So if you were to take a Red yeah. River Horror podcast consensus, maybe we do a poll in five years. I don't know. But uh, right now, The Exorcist is the top dog. Exorcist numero uno. Yeah. Not surprised. I mean, not surprised. Yep. Yeah. So uh, something to uh, something to preview. We're going to have our good buddy Dave, not Dave Sullivan, who was on to talk about Saw, but Dave, we'll give his name because he'll be on the episode. Mm, hold off on giving out his name. You got it. Uh, so he's going to be on with us to talk about 13th Floors. Um, who else? Oh, we're trying to reach out to Reggie Bannister from Phantasm. That's uh, that's someone I want to interview. I think yes. he's retiring. Yeah. Or did retire. Yeah, we've been, we got to hunt him down. Yep. The conventions are opening, so I expect to see some of these people in person. Tony Todd is the, is, is the, uh, what is that? Oh, Moby Dick, the White Whale. The White Whale. <laughs> we we want to get Tony Todd on. I'm, I'm a huge, huge Tony Todd fan. We need fan. the Candyman. I, I met him. Talk to him. He knows we started Tony Todd Tuesday. And he's like, oh, yeah, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but so he, he knows all that stuff, but we've never actually talked to the man. So hopefully he'll be available in time for the new Candyman film to come out. Hey, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. So, <laughs> man, and we've almost forgot about that with the new Candyman coming out uh, soon, too. Oh, That's man. just so much. So much good stuff. What a year. What a year to get started. I mean, it's been it's been a joy. Yeah. It's been a joy. And I just thanks everybody for checking it out. You know, 
Joe, thank you for doing it 52 episodes straight. Woo! Talking some solo episodes, some interviews. When you had Steve Feast, you had uh, Evan, you had all the, the... Again, you kept it going for 52 straight weeks, I even like, from your honeymoon. I did. <laughs> I did. I even got Robert the Doll in there. Yep. Yeah. Pulled it off. So we will continue with the Twitter games. Hashtag Tony Todd Tuesday. Hashtag Women in Horror Wednesday. Uh, Joe, I'll sign off. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the rest of the time. But of course, <laughs> hit up at Red River Horror, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Find us. Tweet at us. Play some games. Have some fun. Meeting a lot of great people. I'm Eddie Kayazo, founder of Red River Horror. You can email me direct at redriverhorror at gmail.com. Joe, take it away, man. Thanks. Happy 52. Happy 52. Happy one year, my friend. So this, I'm Joe Zakreski. You know, find me at Red River Joe. If you have a story to tell or you know somebody who has a story to tell, you know, send them my way. Uh, and as always, as I've closed off every single one, and I guess I'm going to keep this tagline until I'm like, yeah, I think of something different. But it's so perfect for something called Red River is that, you know, you should uh, keep traveling those channels of fear. Uh-huh.